Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go! College football today. Back on college football today, Joe Lisi, Ritz Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci talking about the big Big 12 battle between Will Greer and West Virginia. And Tom Herman and the Texas Longhorns, we talked about Mike Gundy. I like Texas here, Rich. I think they get about a 10-point victory over Will Greer and the crew later tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, one of my better bets. I just don't see Texas losing back-to-back games yeah, uh, with that. Uh, Twitter. Hey, Mike Gundy is talking to us. It's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. <laughs> That was Mike Gundy's uh, brief Twitter rant. For a second there, I was worried that you guys didn't hear it, and I did. I thought maybe I was having a stroke on the air. But that was Mike Gundy. Sorry, I often hear uh, voices that no one else hears. Don't mm, worry. Do you share it with others? or just yeah, your, I do. That's just how I've therapist. stayed on the air for 17 years. <laughs> Touche. It's all it's authenticity. Gabe, Texas, West Virginia, what do you got? Uh, I want to take West Virginia here. I want to take West Virginia here. It didn't. It's not one of my best bets. I can't lay it down on every game, uh, at least big money. I'm putting a couple hundred bucks on Wisconsin right right out of the gate in the morning here. I'm going to go with the over here, guys. I think there's going to be some points in this game. I think I think it's going to be another old school Big Twelve up and down the field uh, track meet. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I, I think it could be low scoring. I don't have a feel on the on the total. I like Texas though. I feel very I confident in Texas. Uh, in that matchup, it's a 3.30 kick on Fox, so check that out. We'll turn our attention to another Big Ten battle, Purdue and Iowa. This game scares me a little bit. Purdue did get this victory last year, 24-19. to I was all over Purdue last year. They were catching around 9.5 points in that battle. Now they opened up it as a 1.5-point favorite, jumped up to 3. This is a tough game for Iowa because it's back-to-back road games, and when you look at Iowa as a whole, they struggle when teams can stretch them vertically. That's what Purdue and Jeff Brom and David Blau do. Still would take the points with Iowa, but not one of my better selections today. No, me either. That's a good summary, Joe. I'm kind of on the same page. Tough game. It's a toss-up game, a huge game in the Big Ten West. Uh, How much did Purdue get hurt by that loss last uh, last week, how much is their yeah. psyche damaged by that loss last week? That's something to monitor. I just think, even though it's on the road, it's in West Lafayette. Purdue secondary, big concern. Five of their last opponents, they've given up more than 300 yards. So this could be a game for Nate Stanley to, to get healthy after the tough loss last week against Penn State. I just look at it this way, simplistically. Better team, in my opinion, is Iowa. More complete team is Iowa. Although it's on the road, you got the better team getting points. I would say take Iowa, but be very careful. This is yeah. a tough pick. You like the over here because uh, Purdue's, no. Purdue's giving the... up 299 through the air. I mean, you would think that Nate Stanley could have a big day today. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've had a hard time with Purdue this year. You know, I've, I've been on the wrong side of a couple of Purdue games, but I've th- I generally think Purdue are overrated. And I think they're a little bit overrated here, as you stated. And to me... 
I'm not a big revenge spot guy in pro sports. These guys don't care. They're making $22 million a year, et cetera. Collegially, you know, Kirk Ferentz remembers. This is a revenge spot uh, right now for, for Iowa. Purdue went in there and beat them. Um, I think Iowa get it done today. Not not a best bet for me, but I, I would take Iowa. A lot of Quir- quirky stat, Joe. Six yeah. of the last seven meetings between Purdue and Iowa, road team has won. Iowa's on the road. That factored point. in slightly for me yeah. as well, yeah, including the, last year. The only you get a six and, two, six and two team plus points. Yeah, yeah so that, the only, that's the way I looked at it. The only concern I have for Iowa, I mean, they're giving up 84 rushing yards per game, only 180 passing yards per game. But if they fall behind to David Blau and that offense with Moore and those playmakers like DJ Knox, can they go toe-to-toe, score-for-score in West Lafayette? Because you know Jeff Brom's going to try and push tempo on them, and that's the one concern I have. Again, I would still take Iowa. I would suggest taking another game. There's better games out there than this three-point spread, so I, yeah. I don't have a, 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 be, a best selection in this pick. Agreed. But, you know, we'll turn our attention to the huge battle, huge battle in Lexington, Kentucky, Georgia. We're talking basketball today? Georgia, Kentucky. Are we Eddie talking John Snell, Calipari? Terry Wilson. I love this battle. I mean, this is, the, the landscape with the bluegrass, the bluegrass of Lexington, Kentucky, even though they have AstroTurf now. What are you, a groundskeeper all of a sudden? Yes. You're worried about what type of turf it is? Yes, I love it. I always it. thought I was the expert on grass the, uh, the in this room. The bluegrass of Kentucky. Well, here's a statistic. I mean, Georgia's won eight straight over the Wildcats by 19.6 points per game and picked up this victory That's last all right. year. Florida Gators 42, had won 30, 31 consecutive times. 13. I think this is a tough game early on. I think it's a seven-point game going into the fourth quarter. But in the end, the Bulldogs do win a 14-point game. But not going to be easy because Benny Snell and the crew will come to play today. Yeah, I mean, Kentucky's for real this year. And and they proved it last week. When they needed uh, something out of the passing game from Terry Wilson, they got it late against Missouri. They they had that long drive to compliment uh, Benny Snell. That defense is for real. It is Josh Allen. It is Jordan Jones. And Coach Stoops has done a remarkable job. I mean, that this is a... This is a legitimate SEC East team, which is something that not a lot of people expected this year. But I agree with your assessment, Joe. I just think too many athletes. Georgia got off the mat last week after the difficult loss to LSU, beat up Florida in the cocktail party. Now that they have their momentum, they have their mojo, they can wrap up the SEC East for a second straight year. I think it is close in the first half. But I think Fromm playing better. DeAndre Swift looked good yeah, running the did. ball. Elijah Holyfield, all of those wide receivers. I'm not in love with Georgia's defense this year. I don't think it's anywhere near last year's defense. But Kentucky's not a team that could take advantage. You're going to focus on stopping Benny Snell. You're going to force Terry Wilson to throw the ball. I, I completely agree with your assessment. I think it's close early. Georgia pulls away. Georgia by 13 or 14. Kudos to Kentucky. I just don't think they win the yeah, SEC East. They're always giving up 108 rushing yards per game, so you would think Hardeman, you would think Swift in the short to intermediate passing game. I don't have an opinion on the over, but I still think the better playmakers are with Georgia and from. That's the problem. I sort of look at this, um, it's sort of like a, like a cruise ship that that's you're trying to stop the leaks. Eventually, Georgia's going to get you. With, there's just too much speed. There's too many different dynamic playmakers. Eventually, they're going to make plays. As you guys stated, you can exploit Georgia if you're able to throw the football. Now, Wilson had a nice game last week, 22 of 31, 267 yards. Uh, but that was against Missouri. This, this is a different animal. I can't get in front of this Kentucky team right now. Sometimes, guys, there's something larger. It's the intangibles. There's something larger than just the numbers and the matchup. 
Now, I'm a little bit concerned, my concern, but the Kentucky kids, you figured they would. Remember I talked about this when we, you guys said, oh, it might be a letdown after they beat Florida. No, there was no letdown. They've done, Stoop's done a great job. This is as big as it gets for them. This is the biggest game in, like, recent Kentucky ever. football history. This might be ever. Ever. National for television, football. division title, SEC, uh, East, etc. Georgia's in Can town. Can they handle yeah. the moment against a team that's been in the playoffs, that's been in big moments before? Frobs 19-3 and three is a starter right now. Uh, but, you know, it's hard not to. I got to take the points here. I'm going to take the points. How do I not take points when I'm getting eight and a half uh, points with a team on their home field and the only team in college football that hasn't given up more than 20 points in a game yet? Mm. Yeah, They've a, never given up more than 20 points in a game. Yeah, it's a great Lead point. the country in scoring defense. No, last I, time I checked, I they play in the SEC, right? There's good logic behind it. I just think that it's going to be – I happen to think it's going to be one of those games that – you know Can what? Snell do Ken- this on his own? Kentucky's going toe-to-toe. They're in it. They're down by one score. Yeah, Georgia that, gets yeah. a late score. It's, it, they just wear them out late. I could see like... Um, but it's one of these games where it's smash mouth and you laid eight and a half, nine points. You're thinking, oh man, this is pretty tight. 24-14 Georgia. Yeah, something like that. I, I mean, again, I agree with you. I mean, t- two years ago, Kentucky had Georgia on the ropes in Lexington and they kicked the field goal. Hot Rod won that ball game 27-24. So it was a very tough ball game. I mean, Patrick Tolls was there at right, they've been knocking on the door, right? Just yeah. like they were knocking on the door of Florida. One thing about Kentucky as well, we can talk, okay, they're offensively challenged. They're still scoring 29 points per game at home. Like they It's f- not a lot in college, they, though. They find a way. Well, Georgia are scoring uh, 33 points a game on the road. I mean, here's the thing. This I is think their throwback college if, team. If you're Kentucky yeah. and yeah, you know is. that Georgia's going to key on Benny Snell in this matchup, right. force Terry Wilson to beat you, you got to have some I got confidence options. he can make a play. Uh, I think he, they, Kentucky needs to roll the dice and yes, get him play, on play the calling, perimeter. play action, on, reverses, maybe a flea flicker here or there, get very aggressive. Yeah, I think that's what they have to do. Now, can they do that against the speed of Georgia? Because I agree with Rich. There are not the playmakers like Rokon Smith, Bellamy, Lorenzo Carter, Trent Thompson in the middle. This mm. is a different, raw, inexperienced defense for Georgia that's getting better, but they still can't generate a pass rush. They're not very good, their defense. That's another concern. No, I I see one star on that defense. It's DeAndre Baker, the cornerback. They just have not been able to generate pressure. And and that's not, that's got to be driving Kirby crazy because Kirby is all about edge pressure from his days back at Alabama. He wants those outside linebackers that can make things happen in, in the backfield. I don't know if they're going to need it so much today, Joe, because I, this is not a passing yeah. offense. You're going to really stick to controlling Terry Wilson. The old position type of game. Yeah, Benny Snell. And, I, again, I, I don't think Georgia's offense goes off, but 24-14, 27-14. You know, a quick question before we move on to another game. Coach Stoops, somebody, somebody go after him. I mean, we never thought about it because he's been on the ropes during his time in Lexington. He's hot and cold. We spent more time talking about he's him as need a hot to do seat it. coach. He needs to do it for a couple more years. Okay. I think the Stoops, he's, he doesn't have the best reputation. I think, and maybe the Stoops brother should have a better reputation, but as a whole, I think you'd have to prove it. Yeah, I don't think the you know, other teams. Plus, it's not a bad job. You're in the SEC. They're starting to spend money on this football program. You're in yeah. the weaker half of the SEC. You actually have a shot to play for a, a division title more than you would out west. So it's it's not a bad, beautiful part of the country. And they pump money into the program. Yeah. I mean, basketball wise, I mean, you're talking about you know one you of the border top you border Ohio. You can get decent recruits from Ohio. Yeah. The one thing that he's changed is is run support. Only giving up 108 rushing yards per game two years ago. They were in the area of 230. So that'll be the matchup to see play out at 330. 
7.30. It's right before Alabama and LSU on CBS. We'll turn our attention to another big ball game in the SEC. It's Texas A&M and Auburn. I talked about it in my best bets. Auburn won this matchup in College Station last year, 42-27. to Jared Stidham had a big day. Again, it comes down to the athleticism of Auburn, not just on the front seven, in the secondary. And I think Stidham does have a big day because the way you have to beat Texas A&M is attack their secondary that's given up 244 passing yards per game. I think a lot of people buying into uh, Texas A&M because they lost to Alabama and Clemson as this elite team in the conference. I don't think they're there yet. Year number two, three, maybe. Auburn has the better talent. They get it done later today. Yeah, the uh, the the, uh, the bloom came off the rose a little bit for Texas A&M last week. I liked them. You liked Mississippi State. You were right. I was wrong. I, I think they needed to to win that kind of a game to show me that they're a team that's better than just their best losses. Right. You know, they needed to beat Mississippi State. They didn't do it. So I'm on Auburn as well. A little cautious here, though, because Auburn has been so up and down, so schizophrenic this year, haven't seen enough out of Jared Stidham. Now they start running the ball against Ole Miss, and now they're back. Whitlow is questionable for this game. So to me, it's a game that I'm a little bit a little bit leery about this game. What will Texas A&M show? I think Auburn dominates at the line of scrimmage. Better defensive line than the O-line of Texas A&M. But me, I'm more cautious yeah. than you are in taking Auburn. If you this can't win this ball game coming out of a bye week against a team that got beat up by Mississippi State, yes. you don't deserve to win this ball yeah. game. Yeah. So that's why I'm back in Auburn now. Somehow, some way, they lose this ball game. He could be on the outside looking in for week number eleven in terms of a job because that is they will not tolerate that at Auburn, especially if Alabama comes through against LSU. A lot of pressure on this Auburn uh, team. I can't. To I can't trust them laying points. That's my problem. It's They're less just, than a touch. Down, though. I know they've just been too inconsistent, Joe. You know, I was they, against them. I agree with you. I mean, but in this spot, I've been burnt. By this, I've been burnt two, three times this year. I'm not yeah. doing it again. It's like, yeah, you know, and listen, we fool me we, once, fool me, fool we me might twice. Be right. All that shame on you. Auburn, Auburn just is too inconsistent right. for me to consider the best bet. Exactly. And, and I like Auburn, but yeah. just I just yeah. they're they're too up and down. Couple of games. All right, we got people in the chat uh, here. James Ross, regular viewer. What's up, James Ross? Memphis in East Carolina. You know, I want to take Memphis in the game, but the number's just a little bit too high. Well, can I say one thing like about 11 ECU? And a half. I'll yeah. say one thing about ECU. Underrated defense yes. this year. The defense is actually Nate Harvey That's is doing an outstanding well. job. ECU defensively better than the numbers it indicate and Reed Herring under center. I would say it's a lot of points. Yeah. I would take ECU it in the points. It opened at 14. It got bet down to 11 and a half. Mm. But here's the thing, too. I'm not sold on Memphis on a road spot. I mean, again, I mean, this well, their is, defense has been atrocious. Yeah, and, and they have not been good on the road. Team. Exactly. Yeah. So they can't I stop they play, anybody. They played down to the level of competition. Now down to 10 and a half. So the money's coming in on the Pirates. You're going to force me to pick that game. I'm taking the points with ECU. Agreed. I don't like the game as one of my best bets, but I like I'm ECU with, you. with the points. He's got another one in the same conference, actually. Love James Ross. The Middies. The Middies and the Bearcats. Ooh, that's a tough I'm one. I'm all Navy, over Navy. Navy's yeah. now getting 13. Too yeah. many points. They've been a train wreck, Navy. One in seven against the point spread this year. Yeah, I don't know. A little That little voice inside me thinking, ah, it wouldn't surprise me if they could hang around in this game. Yeah, I, you're asking yeah. a lot from Cincinnati here yeah. winning by two touchdowns. I was against Cincinnati. I should have won that game against uh, in SMU. They had the 20-17 to 17 lead. It's Plus, uh, Temple, the Temple game. No, last week, Cincinnati okay. on the road against SMU. I took them pl- on the show plus eight and a half. I got home. It was halftime. I bought them plus 235 and 310 on the money line. It's 20 to 17 and, and with 30 seconds left. And Ritter and the crew tied it up. And then they get the pick six. Oh, you got backdoored. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, got, I covered. I just lost the, the money line. Uh, but, again, 
Cincinnati, to me, they wear you down. Are they going to jump up and just force the tempo against Navy? That's how you have to beat the midshipmen. So I would take the points here. Not one of my best bets, but give me the midshipmen. Not sold on their defense. They've actually over been competitive. Be you know what? I'm looking here. I almost wanted to jump in on this, actually. If you look at, I like the over there. Look, Navy's actually been somewhat, you know, throw the Notre Dame game. The, the, that, that game against Houston was a little bit closer. It was a close game most, most of the game. Houston pulls away late. The Temple game, seven-point game. Um, SMU, one-point game. Like, they have been a lot of close games. But the one and seven against the number here. I would take Navy or pass. a lot of points, Gabe. And, and, and Navy or pass Does Cincy warrant laying almost two touchdowns no, to a triple like they're, option? they're not game? a power juggernaut. No. Not, don't have a great offense either, and they showed that against SMU. SMU, they struggled against Ritter, that SMU defense. He's still a freshman. I mean, so yeah. at the end of the day, he's inconsistent. I mean, and SMU's defense played very well. That's the concern, though. Navy's defense hasn't been up to stuff, yes. allowing around 43% on third down conversions, oh. over 240 passing yards per game. So if Cincinnati jumps up early, they have the playmakers and the speed to attack Navy. I wonder if Ken uh, Niamatololo uh, is, uh, is starting to wonder, like, man, maybe, I I, maybe a couple of years BYU ago I should have taken BYU. Man, we got some real Generates to watch us. Uh, we're getting asked about Louisiana Monroe games yeah. now. Georgia Southern, I like. I, I'm not sold on UL Monroe's. God bless defense. our viewers talking to Belt. <laughs> the Belt. <laughs> well, the we, Belt. When we come back, we'll be talking Ohio State and Nebraska. Joe Lisi, Ritz Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci live from Studio 34 right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. College football today. Talking about all the top 25 battles. We left off with Texas A&M and Auburn. Going to turn our attention to a Big Ten battle between Nebraska and Ohio State. Ohio State, two weeks ago, lost to Purdue. They now have a week to think about it. At home in the horseshoe. Not sold on Nebraska as a whole, but I'll take the 19 rich in this ballgame. Adrian Martinez, to me, they they look good over the last couple of weeks offensively. They dominated Bethune-Kilkman. And more importantly, I look at Ohio State. They struggle where Purdue's offense, and, and Nebraska runs a similar type of attack. That's why I think Nebraska could put up some points. Not a best bet, though. I know I know you like the Buckeyes in this matchup. Yeah, I do. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, my best bet for 12 o'clock would be Ohio State. I, I think this is a team that it's uh, it's now or never. You lost yeah. the Purdue game. You got hammered 49-20. You've been under severe criticism defensively. 
Urban Meyer hearing some whispers about his future, not hot seat, but in terms of his health or NFL maybe, but maybe he won't be in Ohio State next year. I, I think it's statement time for Ohio State. The so one serious weakness for Nebraska, not offensively, it's the defense. Big game for Dwayne Haskins. I think he goes over 400 yards again. Yeah. Oh, over find it to be a big, big coincidence we find out about Urban Meyer's health situation now. Yeah. Around the Purdue loss? After the Purdue loss, well, after all the earlier in the year, remember his... he almost collapsed in September on the sideline. If you remember, yeah. in Indiana yeah. against Indiana, uh, they said it was against Indiana. Indiana. I don't know. Yeah. They said they've been monitoring it for four years now. I mean, oh, we'll I, I remember when he left Florida, it was due to uh, health reasons and to spend time with his family. And mm. I guess he didn't like uh, spending too much time at home because he took a job at OSU about three months later. Yeah, well, yeah. or a little little longer, six seven months later. But uh, all kidding aside. You know, you could tell, I don't know, Urban Meyer seems to be somehow offended that people somehow challenged his integrity, you know, rightfully so for challenging his integrity. So I think we're nearly at the end of the line. I'm not, I don't imagine Urban Meyer is going to be coaching that much longer at Ohio State. Well, when you think about this matchup from a totals perspective, I mean, they've been blown out, Nebraska, by Ohio State in recent years. I mean, I mean, they put up 259 spots on them and a 62 spot on Nebraska. So, I mean, they're going to need a big change. I, I guess the number the, feels a little low, actually. It's 17. I agree. Yeah, it was 21, but the betting market jumped in and, and said, screw this, we're taking, we're taking Nebraska. 21 is light for them, if you yeah, think about it. I for agree. Ohio, I mean, they gave 29 to Minnesota. They gave 29 to Minnesota. Would they give? That's a good they, point. And, and who else did they give two weeks ago uh, a big number to? Maryland? Uh, Ohio State laid a huge number after Minnesota. I think it was Indiana. They lay, that's that's it. They laid twenty six and a half to Indiana. Followed that up with a twenty nine and a half point spread against Minnesota. Didn't cover both. Then went on the road to Purdue. Lost that matchup. They were twelve point favorites. Took a week off, and now they open as twenty one point favorites. They bet it down to uh, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. It does seem what it was though. I mean, it's interesting. You look it's around seventeen, but you mentioned they were laying twenty nine and a half, thirty points to the Gophers. They won by 16. Yeah, but Minnesota mm. doesn't have that type of offense like Nebraska does. Now, and, and Scott Frost, you would think, is going to coach that talent up. He's been looking at a game like this to really erase the first five games of the season. That's the one thing I think. This would do it. You, you, yeah, this would you do it. About, you talked you know, about Nebraska it, the beatdowns. You're right. Like I mean, they 56 14, 62 3, 63 38. I mean, they put up massive points the last three times they, they played them. Well, what, what, what has Ohio State not been able to do offensively this year is run the football. So I, I think yeah. this is one of those games where the last two weeks they've worked on, you know, we have J.K. Dobbins. We have this Mike Weber kid. <laughs> this Mike. You know, so, I mean, you know, we, we can, we should be able to run the ball. We're Ohio State with the offensive lineman yeah. we have. Let's run the football. So I think there will be a commitment to the run along with Haskins. I could see this being a game where Ohio State generates 600 north Yards. Yeah, I could see them flexing their muscle here, kicking yeah. the crap out. Yeah, I'm not, I would run far away from Nebraska here. Yeah, I, I'm, again, I'm not touching this game in any capacity, but give me the points with Nebraska in this it's all these games where I wasn't going to bet, and now we talk about it. I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? Well, uh, speaking, probably, this you know. is almost like our little self-help speaking, group. It's yeah, our yeah, little, but the uh, thing is, I hate betting on teams that I hate. I hate hate's a strong word. I don't like Ohio State. I don't like Michigan State. I don't like betting on them and not like covering. So, like, I think Ohio State covers – but I'm going to feel sick that I lost mm. money on these guys from Columbus. It yeah. really bothers me. That would be like Joe losing money on Skip Holtz in Louisiana oh, Tech. I took Skip Holtz this week because I want them to lose. 
That's what. That's what I when I did the show. Oh, you're what? You're, <laughs> you're out of your mind. You're trying to what? I'm, I'm, hold on, hold on. I, I like Lot Tech today. I, t- I We're getting 24 points. 23 points. Pick. So you know, I, I love that pick. Show. Why I, are Mississippi State I, favored by I, this much? I, what are we missing on this? No, I, maybe it makes no sense. They I, went in LSU and lost by 18 or whatever. Yeah. LaTeX traditionally plays these type of games very close. We had, we had them against LSU earlier in the year. They covered. Yeah. They're six right? and two. I didn't have them in that game, but I did. Uh, I think Gabe yeah. did also. Yeah, Gabe, no, I was all over LaTeX yeah, in that LaTeX. game. I mean, they have an offensive. Remember, we got football. worried about the line movement because we were getting, we were getting twenty one and a half. It went it down. Like, oh, yeah, it went yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that game plays out. But speaking of running the football, I'm going to throw a statistic out. Last three games. 1,161 rushing yards allowed. That's 387 rushing yards per game. 16 rushing touchdowns, which comes down to 5.3 per game over the last three games. That's what Louisville's defense has allowed in three straight losses. And, oh, by the way, here comes Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, ETN. That's averaging 260 rushing yards per game. Again, I think Clemson dominates this matchup. They opened as 37-point favorites after they dominated Florida State 59-10. to They're now laying 39-and-a-half to Louisville. Clemson wins, but I close my eyes and say, I'll take Louisville. But, again, not one of my better selections in this ballgame. Yeah, I mean, hard to lay that many points, but certainly Louisville has A earned sieve. it. And, and I, I, I look at... Uh, coaches, any coach against Bobby Petrino. I, Bobby Petrino's not well-liked. No. He's like the James Franklin of the ACC. Not not a very well-liked coach. worse than that. Much worse. Yeah, yeah no, much, much worse. So I, I think if there's a chance to sort of pour some salt into the wounds, I, I, he's obviously a wounded animal. <laughs> I, I don't think Dabo Sweeney and Clemson will, will take any liberty at, right. at really pounding Louisville. Louisville's down and out. They've got nothing. And I, and I think they'll have a new coach next year. Uh, Clemson can name their number at this point. Hey, Bobby, let me rip that off for you. That's what they're going to do today. I, I mean, I could see it. I think the recipe, again, do you really utilize Trevor Lawrence in this matchup the way you did against Florida State? Or do you just keep it conservative, run the football with ETN and Feaster and, and get out of there with a 30-point win as opposed to a 40-point win in terms of what you need to cover this number? So, again, I don't have a feeling on no. the total. Uh, but Louisville, again, this five straight losses. This is their bowl game, if you want to think about it. I mean, nothing to play for at this point. You gave up 66 to Georgia Tech and over 500 yards of, t- of rushing offense. Y- you're going to have to pull out all the stops, Gabe, to get this victory uh, later today. Yeah, I'll be looking for points in this football game. I blame Papa John for this. <laughs> Bad <laughs> Papa John the, Yeah, it was the beginning of the downfall. Yeah. No kidding, sorry. You look at Louisville. From the, the Patino situation into Papa John, into the stadium, into Petrino, into the beatdowns. I mean, it wasn't that long ago they had the Heisman Trophy winner. And they were playing in big games. Yeah. I mean, I, again, a total. Uh, what's the total in this game? 63, probably? Let's get the uh, the updated number. The, the, the screens are flashing, man. They're going crazy. I, I would it's think a lot it of would have to be. I mean, with Trevor Lawrence putting up 59 on, on Florida State, I didn't catch a total. But the, I would think that the total has to be in the 60s in that ballgame. Getting you the updated uh, number right now. I don't think it'll be that high. I think it's 50? I think there's concerns 50s? as to whether or not Louisville can even get into double digits. I would say, I'm, I'm going to say, I didn't look at it, 63 for the total. What do you have, a rotary over there? A rotary phone? Wait, I can hear his dial-up modem. dial-up? Get that dial-up modem <laughs> working. 
Well, well, game 61. Gonna, 61. All right, it's in there. You know, we'll see. We'll the see. thing to keep in mind for this game is Clemson Once is... Once again, blame Papa John. Or, or actually, the Renaissance uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Clemson is in championship mode. They now. are. They I are. mean, whatever weaknesses they showed earlier in this year... Had to escape against Syracuse after Lawrence went out in this game. This is a different team right now. They're not Clemson be challenged. Is, Clemson is playing. No, they South won't be Carolina. challenged the rest of the way. That could be the only challenge. I think that's I don't even only, think that will be. Yeah, but I mean, I, mean, I think on the Road schedule, or home? Uh, home, actually, because they dominated that matchup last year in, in Columbia. In Columbia, yeah. They dominated. Kelly yeah, Bryan actually Clemson, had a good game. The next that, time that, Clemson that, that will be challenged, it'll be a college football yeah, playoff we'll game. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They, they should make the playoff easy. Uh, Easy sledding the rest of the way. We'll turn our attention to that big battle in Waco. Oklahoma State opened as an eight-point favorite. It's now down to around six points against Charlie Brewer and Matt Rule. I just think offensively, I know Baylor got blown out against West Virginia. I understand that. They came out flat, and West Virginia was a better team and really came focused. But again, this is a team that's buying into Matt Rule. They're sitting at 4-4 four and four overall. And more importantly, has an opportunity to become bowl eligible over the next four weeks with two wins. I equate this team to the way Iowa State was last year under Matt Campbell. They're slowly getting there. But I think they match up well against Oklahoma State now. Uh, Baylor's allowing 187 rushing yards per game. I know Cornelius and Hill will have big days. But I think this offense of Baylor puts up points on a defense that's allowed close to 280 passing yards per game. Yeah, I, I think this line is too high. I, I think a little too much credit. Uh, Oklahoma State saw their spot, primetime, Texas, at home, still water. But let's not forget, this is the Oklahoma State team that got trashed by Texas Tech. They got trashed by Iowa State. This is an incomplete Oklahoma State team. I think this is too much credit. And th- this was a line that I thought would have been four, opened up around eight. Now it's come down maybe to a more suitable number around six points. But Oklahoma State's still incomplete, still soft on defense. Joe, you brought up a great point, which I'd like to echo, which is Baylor, you know, I, I make fun of the Bulls a lot of times, 40 bowl games, but but bowl games sometimes matter to programs more than it would to others. If Baylor can win two more games, get to that six that's needed for bowl eligibility, that is huge in year two for Baylor because last year they were, what, 1-11? and 1-11 last year. If they can get to a bowl game, get those extra 15 practices, that's a big Massive. deal for Baylor. So for Baylor, these games really matter. Not saying it doesn't for Oklahoma right. State, but now that Okie State goes on the road after the emotional win over Texas, I, I think they're ripe for the picking in this and game. You, and when you think I about think this the, is a letdown for Oklahoma State as well. Uh, take the over. I mean, if uh, you, I'm gonna, you're exactly when you talk right. about the over of Oklahoma and, and Texas Tech blindly taking, it, blindly take this over for well, me. Baylor's starting to I score like again. Over. Seven and two to the over in their last nine football games. Oklahoma State's on a ten and four over run. I think there will be points in this yeah, game. Yeah, I, I could see it. In, uh, it, it, w- it would shock me if we see a twenty to fourteen ball game. I know there's wind in the area, but defensively, especially in run support, both defenses giving up a lot of yards. Look for Lovett. Look for Ebner. Look for Justice Hill and Cornelius to all sixty-eight have big and a half right now. Yeah. I, I I think that that's easy. I think that's easy in that ball game. I know weather's an issue with possible win, but it, again, they they should be able to run at will on each other. So money's coming in on points. West Virginia right now, guys. Too like yeah. I said, there's a lot of there's the screens there's lighting up. Teams, there's a lot of teams I, again, and I, I talked about this earlier that are are favorites of Vegas. Texas Tech is one. No matter where, who, how, NFL, college, as long as they're catching points, they get bet down. It happened last week against Iowa State. Happens every time they're dogs. You think money goes on the sexier offensive team? 
I think people you think just Texas have a Tech, perception problem. Wide open, West Virginia, yeah, Will Greer, wide yeah, open. I think you think that's perception? I think the casual fan buys into the offense. offense yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Defense isn't as is as sexy, right? You know, everyone knows who the running back is. Everyone knows who the quarterback is. Who knows who the linebacker yeah. is on a yeah. college football team, right? And they know they know Kingsbury. They know he'll chuck it sixty five times. They know they, they know Will NFL Greer. NFL fans too. You know, it's it's fantasy football. Fantasy football is so big, and it sort of skewed everybody's opinion. They only really think of things offensively. Look, even when we were capping, we guys, we were talking about the Penn State game. We had to bring up, and oh, yeah, by the way, Penn State can't stop anybody from throwing the ball on them. Right. Right? And these are important, you know, offense, defense, special teams. There's only three ways to win a football game. You run it, you pass it, you kick it, you stop the run, you stop the pass, and you you get specials, you win the ball game. I mean, well, I mean, three on each. (laughs) Yeah. Three and three. That's what I meant. I was actually counting as you were reeling it off. Specials. But speaking of the defense, Florida now comes back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is one of my. Now we're talking. Well, now, yeah. We're all bucking heads here, baby. This is it. Two best best bucking heads. You like Missouri here? I love Missouri. It's homecoming in Florida. This is the best bet of mine. I love the disgust. Look, he got all upset. I can't help it. It's homecoming. It's homecoming in Florida. Disgusted Gabe ought to be a meme. But let's just be honest. Let's talk about this game. Last year, Florida with Randy Shannon and Malik Zaire as the quarterback lost this matchup in Columbia, 45-16. to Much better team under Dan Mellon has progressed, played very well for three quarters against Georgia, didn't get the victory, now comes back home. And granted, Missouri 0-3 in the SEC. Drew Locke never steps up against elite competition, but I think he steps up today. I think they move the football. I think they get the outright win over the Gators here. Yeah, I love Florida in this game. Um, if I'm wrong, don't tweet me anything because I have you <laughs> muted on Twitter anyway, so I won't. I won't even see it. <laughs> Just a word to the wise. I won't even see your tweets. But uh, I, I love Florida in this game. I mean, it, it all comes down to who overcomes their hangover the fastest, right? right? Missouri last week against Kentucky, crushing walk off loss. Florida rivalry loss to Georgia. So, you know, this is going to come down to psychology. I just think Florida at home with that defense, you touched on Drew Locke. He just doesn't show up in big games against big defenses, against SEC opponents this year, one touchdown pass, five interceptions. I expect to see more of that today. Florida just gashing them on the ground, controlling Drew Locke. I think the Gators get back on track. I'm just not a yeah. big Missouri fan this year. The physicality of an SEC, well, Missouri are in the SEC, but... Sort of. Yeah. yeah. They're still uh, yeah. kind of a Big 12 team. The SEC light. <laughs> yeah. SEC light. I think, yeah, I think Florida... You look at Florida. I was impressed by their offense last week making plays. I think Florida's going to be able to have success moving the football. They'll be able to throw the ball. They'll be able to run the ball. And conversely, I think the Gator defense is going to be too much for Drew Locke on the road here. I'm not turned off by the homecoming. I, I get it. I know homecoming can be pressure uh, for some kids. I'm a big Mullen fan. This Gator team, to me, is probably going to get through with just two losses now from, from all the way through. They're going to be playing in a big-time bowl game on New Year's Day. And uh, Mullen's probably going to have these guys in the playoffs in a couple of years. Yeah, that's a great point. I'm not, I'm not down on Florida. I mean, I was very impressed. I watched that whole Georgia game. I mean, that red zone defense, that goal line You're, you're a yards guy, so what What's Missouri in the trenches? Well, here's the yeah, thing. Defensively, well, here, yeah, how are they going to stop these well, guys? Well, here's the thing. That's the, the matchup. I mean, Missouri's only allowing 126 rushing yards per game. The way you attack Missouri is their secondary. They're giving up 288 per game. 
That's not really the strength of Felipe Frank. So I think that's the matchup. And conversely, Missouri has that five type of wide def- uh, offense that is going to up-tempo them on each and every play. To me, and that's to me, where so I just, think uh, t- we're laying struggles. less than seven points I in know. the freaking that's swap. A, but can I with be Missouri. honest with you? Let's be honest. Like this isn't this isn't you know LSU going in That's here. This is Jordan. This is Missouri. If he wins, you're just going to fuel him. He's going to he's going to be patting himself on the back until yeah, he no, throws his I shoulder. Whenever I win, out. no one ever talks about it after. I'm going to throw my shoulder out by patting yourself on the back. You get it? The, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, I think that's the matchup. We'll see. I mean, to me, it's a fishy line. I mean, that line shouldn't be six. I mean, it's less than a touchdown. Why is Florida less than a touchdown? They lost last year. It's revenge. They stepped up against Georgia. I think the line should be, honestly, eight and a half, nine in that matchup. I had it seven and a half at at the beginning of the weekend. Six is light to me. So, I could be wrong, but we'll see. The key number, like you said, eight and a half, nine and a half. I'd be like, all right, get up there. I might have stayed away at that point. Six points. It was six and a half. We're seeing some flat six. Does yeah. pop up a little bit. It's a flat six. It's a flat six. It wasn't six and a half. They didn't bet it up to seven. Yeah. So it's good. They're getting even money. We'll see. We'll I see. like it's a Florida. Yeah. You know, just a little bit of a conservative pick, but I'm a Michigan fan. A Florida Gator money line, Michigan money line parlay, minus one forty. Yeah. I, just, I need. I just need. I need Florida to win the game. I need Michigan to win the game. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. That's something to look at. We'll talk about that when we come back. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello. Game Marenzi, live from Studio 34. Keep it where it is. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We are back on College Football Today, just about uh, 18 minutes until the 12 o'clock kickoff. But before we return to the games, uh, halfway through the NFL season already, DailyRoto.com's NFL Optimizer has already produced millions in winnings for its subscribers, including multiple winners in the hundreds of thousands and one lucky million-dollar winner. And with the NBA in full swing... The DailyRoto.com NBA lineup optimizer is now available and subscribers are crushing it on a nightly basis there. If you're hooked, you can now buy the Daily Roto Elite Package, giving you access year-round to the suite of successful tools and projections that DailyRoto.com subscribers have been using to print money in the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, and even PGA Daily Fantasy Golf. And when you sign up for the Elite Package... You'll get the new NFL betting tools they've rolled out, including against the spread, money line, game totals, and player props. So head on over to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, and check out what the Elite Package has to offer. If you don't have a problem with winning money, and who does, especially with the holidays coming, you're going to love it. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. Even Marv Albert says yes to the Daily Roto package. Yes. And it counts. Gabe, what do we have from the chat room? Uh, Chad is banging. Uh, We're moving in on uh, the 12 o'clock kickoffs right now. NC State 
NC State uh, Wolfpack. Uh, man, NC State, I'm still crying about that Clemson game, man, from a few weeks ago. What? With, uh, that man, did I, ever cr- mis- I, I, did I ever misread that game? I misread Florida State Clemson. Florida State, you're dead to me. You're absolutely dead to me. So you're, just so you're like done? Whether you're done for real, you're done. Like, I'm done. I picked them at 7-5, and five and I still thought they would at least make that game competitive. Willie Taggart said they quit. He said he saw kids quit on film. That's a that's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. That's a problem, and and you don't fix. Do, that? do you trust the Wolfpack like eight and a half points here? They have the better that quarterback. Num- that number really got out of control, in my opinion. Yeah. I I I went into the week loving. NC it was six State. and a half earlier in the week for the record. So yeah, it's but, gone up to and with the key number six and a half to eight and a half. Yeah, but that must mean something's going on. They're weeding people. I mean, yeah. again, if you're asking me, how do you look at that? I'm taking the so better. You're telling me there's trouble in the room. Yeah, I'm taking the better. Tiger's going to need his own kids here, right? You Shit, think I think Fisher. Back? Fisher really left a mess for this he guy, did. though. But do you think they're now, after they got beaten down... You can't get rid down, of Taggart now. That's the worst, one of the worst, that ties the worst defeat in Florida State history. History last week, 59-10, to 10, you got embarrassed by Clemson, who's the top one of the top teams in the country. And now Willie Taggart, your head coach, who's only there less than a year, says that kids quit. So how can you buy into a team like, like that? Even if Francois is banged 10, up, Joe. Francois banged up. He should transfer. I mean. <laughs> I'm right. Listen, I was right about that. You were. If I'm DeAndre Francois, get out of town. If they cannot gone to Blackman, why? I I mean, why not put the kid? Well, we don't know the situation. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, maybe he's built very differently. He is. (laughs) How about Tulane in South Florida? I like Tulane. Is this this? I've been talking to people who think this this might be uh, an upset special this year. Yeah, I I like Tulane. I mean, they're on the road catching eight points. I I I is it enough? They're going to have to run the football. If they fall behind Jonathan Banks in that offense, they're going to struggle in terms of catching up, playing score for score. That's what Willie but, Fritz does, though. He yeah. runs the ball. And he's right? played well. I mean, they dominated Memphis. Now, granted, that game was on at home. They go on the road in this ballgame, but I would take the seven and a half points in that ballgame. Big line movement right now, guys. Navy Cincinnati. Ugh. We just talked about this game. That number's got to be going down. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's 11 and a half. Yeah. Pretty significant. Should have gone in at 13 and Significantly. A half. And yeah. it's funny, you asked earlier which which way is this Alabama number going to go. It's already started. 14 and a half popping up. Mm. 14 and a half, 15 isn't bad. I mean, once if it gets up to 16 and a half now, yeah. It won't now. pass. It's not going to get, the, it's not going to dare because they don't want to get hit with too much LSU yeah. money. But I think the public's going to be sort of inching this game up uh, all day long. Yeah, think about that level of respect, Joe. I, I, I said it, I think, during the break. Think about that level of number three. In the country, at home, with three wins over top ten opponents already this year, they're getting more than yep. two touchdowns. Yeah, but let's. Think I mean, about that is it. some amazing Alabama respect. Yeah, Auburn's not who they were last year. Ten and three over ten and four overall. Georgia's struggled for the most part with that LSU game, but they haven't looked phenomenal offensively and defensively. So, I mean, granted, Alabama's the best team in the country. The only team right now today that can challenge them, in my opinion, Clemson. Is Clemson. That's it. Right now. Now we'll see. Which is getting old, but that's always seen over the last two years. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I would would be getting ahead, and I'll give it one sentence, but I would love to see Trevor Lawrence against Tua. That would be a fantastic matchup. That would be a great matchup. Uh, Granted, I mean, they're building. We have the top echelon teams, one, two, three, four. You could throw Michigan in there now with the defense. But outside of that, it's five top teams in parity each and every week. Look at the Pac-12. Washington. Oregon. You, what, what matchups, Joe, would you like to see in the playoffs? Let's let's assume it's Alabama one, Clemson two. 
and there's no change in that. Who would you like to see Alabama play? And then who would, like would you to like to see Alabama see? play? Michigan. If Michigan could be there, their defense. I Alabama. Like to, okay, I, I like, like that to matchup. See that matchup. Alabama, Alabama Michigan, Michigan, Clemson. I was going to say Clemson, Michigan. Because like Alabama Michigan. will be the number one. Will Clemson be number two? I don't know. If Michigan, Michigan looked really good today, they beat Ohio State. It's tough to state. I, I think what would be fascinating and be great. Notre Dame, Michigan in the playoffs. I think Clemson. That would only happen in a championship. A a rematch. At Mm. this point, I would like to see Clemson, Notre Dame. Yeah, look, it's one four, right? So yeah, who's the? We don't really know. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, I'm just, I'm just asking you what matchups. Assuming Alabama's one and Clemson's two, because they're, they're only going to move with a loss. Yes, they're not going to, they're not going to move. No, I guess you're right. The reason why, not only because of Don Brown's defense, but I want to see the dynamic between Harbaugh and Saban. Saban. Now that that would be great theater. That would be be Notre Dame run the table. Landscape for I, I I can't say they don't deserve to be the number two team, the two seed going into that. I didn't hear what you said. If Notre Dame runs the table. Yeah, they deserve it. They, they they, the but would they jump Clemson? Especially if Clemson so. is a conference champion and Notre Dame doesn't have Al- a conference. Alabama played Michigan, I guess, about seven years ago. Denard Robinson, I think it was his last, shoelaces last year. Oh, and they killed him. Threw a bunch of interceptions. He won. And, yeah. yeah, but it's a different team. I mean, no, that, I know. that was still post-Rich uh, Rod, where, you know, when he had Tate Forcier there. Years ago, Alabama, right? listen, Alabama, Michigan would be a fun football. Game. Oh, I, Joe, Joe nailed it. I mean, the coaching matchup with Patterson, the contrast, and Tua and the defense, Tua offense. Defense. I would love to see yeah. Patterson versus uh, versus SEC, an SEC yeah. team again. You, a former Ole Miss quarterback. Would you want to see Clemson, Georgia? I mean, I don't think the only uh, reason why I would I would not. I would prefer to see something different. I'd like to see Clemson. Clemson and D I would get be great. The feeling Georgia's not going to be in the playoffs. No, I don't think I'm a Georgia fan. You know that. I don't think they're they the don't same feel team. like not they're the good. Team. They're not super great. They're not they, don't, only, they don't have that feel that man. These guys are gunning for the title. Right. No, I agree with and, you. And, they, and, they might lose today. And and they might and and they'll they're likely losing the SEC title game if they win today. So that would be a second loss. There's yeah. no way they're in. I, right. I think it comes down to the team to keep an eye out. If Notre Dame loses, if Michigan stumbles, if there's a Big Ten champion Oklahoma. with is Oklahoma, right? Is Oklahoma. Right. Oklahoma. I, and and I guess I'd yeah. like to see Oklahoma Alabama would be interesting. Oklahoma, I guess you don't want to see Oklahoma Clemson. We've seen that. And I don't. Let's, I, right. Let's exactly. Blast through. We've seen that twice. Let's blast through. We'll get to the chat here again. We got more games uh, coming in here. I see one San Diego State New Mexico. Love San Diego State. But New Mexico are just falling apart. They're horrible. They're going to run the football. Uh, Washington's due back. So's Jasmine playing well. And then physicality. New Mexico giving up around 271 rushing yards per game. I mean, that's, that really favors Rocky Long in that offensive line. So let's jump into the, the noon games. I'll just throw them rapid fire let's at go. you just for the degenerate gamblers out there. So we talked about Louisville-Clemson. Ah, it's 38 and a half points. I would take Louisville, but close your eyes if you want to take that. 38 and a half points past I think you'll Syracuse. have more fun taking Clemson. I think you'll sweat out Louisville. Every every yard, every score will make you sweat. Syracuse and Wake. Want to lay like five Wake. points? I, like I don't Wake. want to lay five with the Cuse on the road. How about the over there? I mean, yeah. Sam, oh, that'll be a shootout. And a half. What is it? Seventy-eight and a half. Take I can't. I can't do I, it. I would take you. You take a hundred and one. I saw. I know, but I like to do that when they, I did that in game and All I right, lost. But still, but yeah, but still. I mean, come on, that was a hundred and one. Traditionally, that'll Wake be a track Forest, meet. Tra- traditionally, Wake I know. Forest and Syracuse play shootouts. Mm. 
And Hartman's playing you well. You need you a freaking clean Colby. ride, man. Couple of, you, know, you can get a drive, turn it like 79 points. Yeah. A lot of points. I, I, just don't I, trust I, would, I would take the points in Wake Forest. At I home. like them. Plus Georgia Syracuse. Tech, North Carolina. I like the game. There's Georgia, no way. Yellow Jackets. I take, I take Georgia time. Tech. Georgia Tech. They're, They're minus up. four and a half. Yeah, especially after the Take Taquan Marshall played. is back. Plus, how about Tobias Oliver, the backup yeah. quarterback, the way he played last week? He played Florida well. State. Yeah. How do they respond? Probably not well. I just can't I, it would be NC State pass. clear. Look at USC. Look at USC. They went on the road to Utah. They got blown out. They came back as favorites against Arizona State and laid an egg. I mean, I think it's the same mindset. Now Florida State getting less than a touchdown. It opens its The only thing that scares me about that game is that number's high. It's just high. I just don't like it. I loved NC State out of the gate thinking that would be about five and a half, six. Iowa State and Kansas, guys? You know. Fourteen and a half? If I had more money, seventeen and a half. Seventeen. If I had more money, sounds crazy, I'd take Kansas. I would take Kansas. Kansas is a good year. They're actually competing. Conversely, conversely, I love K-State. We always talk about Matt Campbell and Iowa State. Being yeah. a great underdog and stuff. It's laying a lot no, of you're points. You're 18 points on the road now, 17 yeah, I, and a half points. Come Kansas on. is confident just beating TCU, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oklahoma think, State, Baylor, we hit already. Right. Who do you, like do you like? Do we, we, we like Baylor. Who do you like in that game? I like Baylor, too. Baylor. Plus I like six the and over and there, though. I think, I think yeah. keep an eye out for wind in Kansas State. That's more of TCU. a play against Oak State after after the win. So you saying you like K-State. I like K-State. They're getting nine a, and a half. I like them a lot. I, let's just talk about that quickly. I think Gary Patterson They're both has lost three that. and five. I think Gary Patterson has lost that team. Uh, uh, Turpin's gone. He, uh, Sean Robinson's yes, he's no. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I just think Kansas State, they know what they do. They run the football now. Can they do it against TCU with 26-mile-an-hour wins in Fort Worth? That favors Kansas State. I, I and they went into Running Fort, the ball. Yeah. And they, they went into TCU two years ago and dominated that matchup, I think, as an eight-and-a-half-point underdog. I told you guys earlier, my, my only best bet at noon here, I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to lay the points uh, with, um, with Wisconsin. Yet I'm jumping in on this, uh, this Baylor over. Uh, you guys, uh, you talked me into it. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Let's get some points. We're gonna get we're gonna get in on this game. Again, we we got to talk about this Michigan State and Maryland situation. I mean, this Maryland. Yeah, I can't believe this. You know, we can get into the board of the the regents and everything that they did wrong here. But I just want to tip my cap to these kids when they're not beating each other up now. So now you got the incidents. Now they're beating up. You hear that what the backup punter got beat up. The rest of the players say no. It wasn't because he's a snitch. It was internal business. Yet somehow here they are with five wins. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how, and I don't trust. A lot of people are sort of thinking they're going to blindly take Michigan State here because of Maryland's issues. I don't know, Joe. These kids have stuck together, Maryland, pretty tightly. Yeah. I actually think the Terps. I don't love it, but I would take the Terps if I had to Yeah, I would take the other side. I mean, Michigan State allowing 73 rushing yards per game, and Maryland wants to run the football. They can't pass a lick. They're only averaging. But how's Michigan State going to score either? Oh, Michigan State could run the... F- I just think Michigan State has a superior offense and defensive line. Lombardi could be an upgrade. They're muddy burners, Joe. They're th- they've covered three games this year. Three and five. One Guys, there's so many Indiana. extenuating circumstances know, in this game. You, I mean, I just... I, c- I can't touch this Maryland, game. If Maryland won... If, Mar- if Maryland rallies the troops and wins, it would not surprise yeah. me at all. But, I would, but I would so this. much going on. I, I Listen, your money could be better spent someplace else. Who has a better I think defense. we can make that argument about a lot of games. That's true. Probably about three quarters of the games. Air Force, Air Force Army, we talk about military academies like being Air 24 Force. and 6. They're 6 and eight. To the under. The under. Yeah. They played well against Navy, got the victory. I know Navy's not good. Nah, but- to me, it feels too low. It's 4.5. I think Army beat them. 
I don't know. I I, I like Army. Yeah, I like Air yeah. Force with the points. They, Air Force has been me. so they inconsistent this State year. Well, they lost by ten. I like the Army defense. Memphis, East yeah. Carolina. You guys said East Carolina East sort of Carolina, sneaky but, at home but plus I'm eleven. Not sold Take the on points. Memphis with, with consistency on the road. I'm not or, sold or on defensively or defensively in any capacity. Brady, Wait, White. give your give your best bets at twelve for the My fans who haven't. My best bets at twelve are Auburn and Baylor. Auburn, okay. Baylor, and that's it for. I like for Ohio Park. State laying the points to uh, kind of get off the schneid. Yeah, I'm going to lay the points uh, with Wisconsin. Although I forgot, I got a buddy over at the 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 sports book, the FanDuel sports book, right now, and I texted him. I said, "Get that play in for me if you can, Wisconsin." You can't do it. Yeah, it's the state of New Jersey. State of New Jersey. Yeah. You're going to have to yeah, go offshore. The game's on the road. How furious are you going to be if Wisconsin absolutely tattoos 72 Rutgers? 72-0. I've made some other. I've, I've clicked and texted Jonathan some others. Jonathan Taylor, 16 rushing touchdowns. Those were more than 400 yards on the ground. John Taylor. <laughs> oh, exact no, vengeance on the response, Garden State. Son of a, I got it at 29. You got it. I wanted it at 28, 29. I don't know. They're going to win by 29 points. Oh, they Son beat Illinois God. by 29. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Illinois. We got this. 45-3 Wisconsin. Illinois did put up 20, 211 rushing yards on Wisconsin, but don't worry about that for Rutgers. It, yeah, no to shot. me, guys, tonight is a lot of fun. Tonight's a lot of fun. And, and oh. in the third hour here, let's jump into uh, the return of the chip. The chipster. Yes. Chip Kelly going back to Eugene. Everybody on yeah. Oregon in that matchup. Including your, including myself. Well, I'm not I don't like that game in any course. I love Oregon in yeah, this game. I don't like I, I, mean, I, I, I don't like UCLA. I can't back them in any capacity. No, no, we like Oregon. Like, yeah, I don't like Oregon as a best bet though. I would take Oregon, but everybody in the world is on Oregon later today. So that's that hasn't moved. It's been stuck at ten. It opened at thirteen though, right? They bet it down? Yeah. Yeah, that's it opened it. at thirteen. Yeah. Chip Kelly, until he can coach defense, I can't back him in the, in that spot. He'll get there. Chip will Eventually, get there. Yeah. No, the night, the night slate's really a lot of fun here tonight, man. You got Alabama and LSU. Oh, you got it North does Texas not get Tech, better than that. Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Notre Dame, Northwestern. It's almost like a March Madness tournament at once tonight, Saturday night. Yeah, that, yeah it's a little, here on the East Coast, little... the weather's crappy. It's a little cold no, it's and rainy. It's football weather. It's, it's college perfect. football yeah, weather. But it's perfect. You know what? Just camp out. And I rarely hang out here, too. Camp out. I'm going to be watching the game in front of the out. television. We're going to camp out right over yeah, here. Yeah, me too. We're doing a special UFC show right here today at 3 nice. o'clock. We've wow. got uh, John Anik play-by-play, Mark Henry coming to the studio, Michelle Serpico. Me, Robin Black, Michelle Serpico are going to be hosting the show. What time? Two, what two time, hours, game? three to five. Going to give oh. you picks, the analysis for the UFC card. And then uh, and we're done at five. I'm going to watch the rest of the Michigan game, the college football games over here at the bar. And uh, then we're going to head over to the fights around 9 o'clock tonight. And, so. I, and I heard, I was told that, that as an added bonus, uh, Gabe is going to bare-knuckle box anybody who uh, comes and challenges you in the studio yeah, in honor right. of the uh, UFC. Wow. So there's that as well. He's a, he's a minus 140 favorite. Over yeah, we're, gonna, we're, we're taking on all comers. He's a minus 140 favorite. Has anybody, uh, you know, any takers? That as long as they're the- women or children. <laughs> You like Kramer when he when he yeah, played, exactly. when he went hey, to karate class. Hey, we're we're all at the same level, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> They're both green belts, so we'll see how those play out. Uh, early, I like the total two in Ohio State. I like the over in that game. What is that well. number? I think it's a high fifties, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in that ball game. But I oh, we got the Seinfeld reference. Total in the Nebraska game. See. I think I think you could you could bank on Ohio State to get forty five plus in that game on their own, and Nebraska's going to score. Martinez going to score some points. This looks like I'm a 45-24 game, Joe. That's about sixty nine. 
I'd be shocked if it's anything less than 60 in this matchup. Little chariots of fire 60, action. It's actually six. It's it's actually high, very high. It opened at 69. It's up to 74 and a half. So we'll yeah, see. It's going up. Okay. When we come back, we'll be breaking down the 3:30, 8 o'clock games. Keep it where it is. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, and Gabe Morenci live from Studio 34.